We manifested some good buns today. <laughs> we did some good buns. I would like good buns as well. <laughs> Working on testing all of all of the good things in life. <laughs> all the different kinds of good buns. <laughs> what so what was your first introduction to the concept of manifestation? Oh gosh. Um when I realized that things that I was envisioning in a particular way in my mind, like these spontaneous visions would would come up, just images, and they would be very detailed and clear and it would come with this certain kind of feeling and then they would happen. Mm-hmm. And so that made me realize, hang on a second, there's a connection between my mind and what occurs in my life. That was just the first seed, yeah. What about for you? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't that obvious for me for a long, long, long time. It wasn't until I went through my awakening, I think, that I started, you know, being guided, right, to like all this information. And I think I, I came upon a spiritual teacher who was talking about the idea of creation, right? I was starting to connect these dots on the idea of our interconnectedness and in the universe and that, you know, energy is the non-physical and the physical comes from the non-physical and all of that. And I had this like moment of, oh my God, we can make stuff happen. (laughs) Like we can make things happen with our minds. And then it just threw me into more research, but more downloads like started coming in. But this wasn't until like the last few years that that started. And so I started having like all these connections form around how you manifest. And it was wild as it was happening. Cause I was like, is this real? Am I making this up? (laughs) I was like, am I making this up? And you know, like, I don't talk about this stuff until I've like practiced it on myself, tested it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like, I mean, for me, it felt like it was a passive experience at first. I think for you, it was active almost immediately. For me, it was like, oh, I'm being given this, you know, like I was sort of in just in receiving mode, feeling like, oh my gosh, this is interesting. You know, the universe is supporting me in exactly the way that I envisioned. It took a, a bit longer for me to realize I can create this. I can manif- I can actually manifest these myself with my own intention, regardless of what is being given to me. And then by trying to do that, by trying to manifest my own intention, the universe would come and meet me. So then I realized that it was both, you know, it was this sort of stage of uh, different stages of development with it and trying different things and experiencing, you know, how they would work and how they would also not work and what I needed to do to make adjustments when they would not work and how, yeah, it just, it it taught me more and more how important focus and mindset and, uh, outlook is you know attitude the words and the feelings that we choose to carry inside ourselves they constantly create effects so yeah it was sort of bigger picture and smaller picture as well it all happened kind of at once once I once I realized that I could manifest my on my own then um, that's when it all really came together and I saw the different levels of sort of um spheres of how it how it works yeah the metaphysics of it I suppose yeah and we should probably pause and say hey to our audience because we're talking about manifestation and today's episode is a fun one. We're, we're excited to talk about this stuff. So we just jumped right in and it's really what led us to Star Family Wisdom. We are here today on this podcast offering our resources, our journey, our practices to our community and our audience 
because of that process of manifestation. And for those who don't know me, I'm Jenna Laid and I'm the founder of Star Family Wisdom. And I'm also a former global vice president for Whole Foods Market. Mm -hmm. And I'm Sinead Willihan. I'm the Star Family Wisdom co-host and uh, also a content creator on Star Family Wisdom. But mostly we are here to bust your paradigms. We're here to you know, talk to you about what being human is really all about, what we're here on earth to do. This is, we call this earth school and, um, you know, interview lots of fascinating people sharing incredible conversations, insights, knowledge, and wisdom about our origins, you know, what being human is really about, where we're going and this particular time on earth. So yeah. today is just you and me, y'all. It's Jenna and I am practicing my Oklahoman. Y'all. That's, that's Texan. I learned that in Texas. <laughs> oh, darn it. I thought it was also Oklahoma. And I'm not very good at being American, Jenna. I'm not very good at that. I'm <laughs> in Canada, for anyone who doesn't know, Sinead's in Toronto. And uh, just as a funny aside, last time she was visiting, because, you know, in the United States, many Americans are let's maybe say overly patriotic at times. <laughs> and if you if you haven't seen some of our stores around our Independence Day, it is a caricature of America and <laughs> a caricature of the United States. So I bought Sinead a bunch of USA gear so she could. <laughs> we might even wear it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, we might not. wear it one day for a podcast, right? Just like jazz ourselves up in full American gear and just oh talk about it. Uh, context yeah not, not that not that we're big fans of you know where we're at in the U.S. right now we've got some got some things we're working through we need we need to manifest a better future for our country for the world and so you know today we're going to talk a lot about creation we're going to talk a lot about our process of manifestation and um, what inspires us about how we know to manifest today and what inspires us about how the universe works and about how the mechanics of existence support our process to create our reality. And since we were just talking about um, America and the U.S. and um, where I am from, maybe maybe I can share just a very brief story about something that I witnessed recently that was a beautiful transformation and is really validating for me what I've learned, what I've received from our non-physical team and Star Family and what we teach at Star Family Wisdom. So um, Sinead referenced that I'm from middle America, Oklahoma, and uh, part of my family has been more rural and um, has lived a more kind of rural lifestyle. And has never been connected to these topics whatsoever. And my stepbrother um, went into the army and the military years ago after high school. So a very typical rural USA um, trajectory, right? And not, again, a spiritual person per se, but followed that path. And like, you know, many who have ended up on a path like that, you know, it resulted in a lot of PSD, PTSD for him. It resulted in um, his introduction to opioids. And it resulted in a lot of years that were really not pleasant for him following that, um, that deployment. And I share this because the transformation I have witnessed 
uh, recently was so beautiful and such a testament to what is possible around manifestation and creating a better reality for ourselves. So I met up with my family this last weekend and I haven't really kept in touch with my stepbrother that much um, over the years, but we've started to get back in touch in recent years and never expected to have this conversation in this family setting. We started just chatting about some plant medicine things because he's been following a plant medicine path, which I've been understanding more about recently for him. And long story short, the conversation led to us talking about how the universe works and talking about gratitude and talking about finding plant medicine as a path for healing and finding this ability to connect with the, you know, connection that's available to us from spirit, from universe, from source, and how he has tapped into that as part of his healing process. He's now running his own marijuana cannabis business, growing it himself in a state where that's legal and living a beautiful life for himself now and, and leaving this beautiful legacy with his son and grandson now who are part of his life. And Chad, if you're watching this, I just want to tell you, I'm so proud of you and I'm so excited for what is possible for, for you and for all of us and how when we find that connection with spirit and find that healing within ourselves, really beautiful transformations can occur. So manifestation is not just about manifesting things, you know, it really is about that process of transforming to create a more ideal reality for ourselves. I really love that, Jenna. I, first of all, what a, what a wonderful experience that you had with your family. And that is truly, truly wonderful. I mean, there's so many people in our audience, I'm sure, and people we know in our lives who are not able to talk to their families at all. I'm one of them. I can't really talk to my own family about what I'm doing, even though I'm on YouTube, even though we're doing this together in a very public way. You know, my family doesn't really have any idea what I'm doing. And there are reasons why we pick and choose who we talk to. But then sometimes these conversations come out of nowhere, arise organically, which is, of course, the best way to experience that kind of a conversation. Then it's a, it's a wonderful surprise. And you deepened your relationship with your stepbrother, which was a wonderful surprise as a result of being able to talk about that. So that's really fantastic. I just want to congratulate you. Well, not congratulate you, but express, you know, joy for you that you've experienced that. And I, I hope that other people who are listening have experienced that too or will be able to. But also you just referenced that manifestation is not about things. And I, I really, really love that a lot because the main, uh, whenever I've talked to people about manifestation, like actually using the word manifestation in a conversation, usually what I've heard back is, oh, the secret. You know, many, uh -huh. many people yeah. heard of the secret. But I always kind of go, well, sort of, you know, there is such a thing as the law of attraction. Uh, what we what we put out is what we get back. But the, the secret is so much about you can have bajillions of dollars. You can have a mansion in the Keys in Florida. You can have the BMW. You, you could have five BMWs, you know. I am just not about that. You are not about that. What we are talking about is manifestation in the sense of creating the self creating reality for ourselves, creating ourselves and developing ourselves and developing our pathways in life in a way that is meaningful, that is rich and that feeds our soul. It's not about what kind of car you have at all. That means absolutely nothing. 
So I really love that you pointed that out. And I also want to just emphasize to the audience that as we're talking about this, we're really talking about moving from a place of victimhood to a place of creator, powerful creator. And maybe we can talk about what victimhood is, you know, in, in your mind and in my mind, it's not quite the same thing as how we see it represented, you know, in the mainstream, where a victim is someone who has been, um, who is helpless, who is powerless, who, you know, has been oppressed by someone else or abused by someone else in some way and is left in a totally vulnerable position as a result. It's just left with trauma, PTSD, and there's not really anything they can do about it except carry it around. But the main approach to, you know, in our mainstream culture to dealing with that kind of experience is usually talk therapy. And talk therapy has a place, but it often can just result in recycling the same trauma, recycling the same conversations. And so for you and I, victimhood is really one side of a coin. And because we exist in a, in a reality that is made up entirely of duality, it is a dualistic environment that we live in, that means there is truth in more than one way to every situation. And we need to look at the good and the bad as being in partnership with each other. At Star Family Wisdom, we're passionate about helping you become a conscious creator of your reality. Manifestation is absolutely a real thing, but you need the right tools and practices to become a master of manifestation. That's why we've curated a selection of tools that will help you step into your power and harness the creative energy of the universe. Grab our Masters of Manifestation journal to begin the process of writing your intentions into existence, or use our 400 affirmations and mantras and hypnosis recordings to reprogram your mind for success and abundance. And in our Masters of Manifestation course, you get access to over 25 video lessons along with a full toolkit that includes meditations, affirmations, a life vision workbook, a downloadable manifestation journal, limiting beliefs exercises, and quantum journeys to help you connect with your soul. And to help you get started, follow the links in the show notes to access the Masters of Manifestation course or any of our other manifestation tools and use the code WELCOME at checkout to receive 25% off your first purchase. So to us, correct me if I'm wrong, Jenna, but you know, our attitude about victimhood is that it's an opportunity and we know we have the luxury of being able to say that, right, because of the positions we're in in life, but we have worked damn hard on ourselves, you and I, Jenna, to be here, to be in a place where we can talk about victimhood like this, where, you know, we see it as an opportunity to become empowered because whatever seems to be the darkest, if you flip it upside down, it has lots of light and lots of power that it's hidden in that darkness, in the illusion of the darkness. So victimhood really can be a choice. You know, we can choose to stay in that mindset or we can choose to flip it upside down and say to hell with this, I'm not gonna live in a disempowered uh, way. I want to make sure that I'm creating the life that I want for myself. How can I use these difficult experiences, these painful experiences to learn something that can make me more powerful and more able to walk through life in the way that I want to. And that's really hard to do. That's it, really, really hard to do. Yeah. Is especially given the situation we find ourselves in here on earth, where most people 
do become victims of something in some way, shape, or form, and we have to move ourselves out of that, right? We we come into a, a violent and traumatic world, yeah. right? That, that that creates that scenario for us. But I want to reflect back on what you said at the very beginning about this being earth school. And, um, you know, that's a term so, so many spiritual teachers use, and it it triggered for me this idea of this actually being creator school, right? Because we come into this lower dimension, this uh, world planet specifically that has been traumatized, has been exposed to a lot of violence, has been very um, disharmonious, right? In a lot of ways. And that might seem that we are victims of that, but it is actually giving us this opportunity to flip the coin, as you said, right? It's giving us this opportunity to learn about how creation works in our universe and to learn about what we have created here collectively and to learn about how we become victims, right? Yeah. How we become programmed, how we become um, influenced by the reality around us and and we're we're in a, a tricky you know situation here on earth especially because so many of the spiritual truths about how the universe works have not been taught to us so that does keep us in this tough place that makes it hard to break out of victimhood right so mm -hmm. but but for anyone who isn't familiar with it google the drama triangle or the disempowerment triangle and that gives you a really good depiction of what we're talking about here where there is a drama that plays out in our lives where we can stay stuck in a victim role, we can stay stuck in a persecutor role, or we can move into a role where we have broken free from that and we're now actively creating our environment, creating harmony in our situations in life, in our relationships in life. And no longer do we have to feel as though we are being persecuted or we no longer have to feel as though we're victims of the reality we were born into. But a lot of that does hinge on proper education around how the mind works, around how the universe works, around spiritual law. And we have to learn about the tools that are available to us um, that are at our disposal that we can use to pull ourselves out of that that victim place. There were so many years I was there and didn't even realize it. Ditto, um, ditto, ditto, ditto. I mean, I really, really, really did not realize it. I had absolutely no idea. I thought I was simply talking about things that I had gone through and the difficulties. And, you know, I thought I was just talking about it, but I didn't realize that the way in which I was talking about it and the mindset that I had when I was talking about it was actually helping me stay stuck in that space of, what had happened, how I felt about it, blah, 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 like a record that was just spun over and over again and would bleed out into my life in different ways, right? Like my relationships with friends, with partners, with coworkers in ways that I was just not aware of. And so in terms of becoming a powerful manifester, you really do have to set the groundwork by doing personal work. It is hard. It's not something that's just going to appear in your life. You have to actually be willing to do the work of making it happen and while that may sound like oh you know work oh god more work great on top of my job on top of my children on top of my car maintenance i have to do more work but it's it's a totally different kind of work it's a totally different 
process. It is, it deepens all the time. It makes you realize how much more is inside of you that you didn't think was there. It just reveals so much. And, you know, one of the resources that I'm thinking about while you are mentioning um, the tools that are available to, to support us in, in this journey of becoming more empowered. I think of the people who have been born on this planet into bodies and life paths that have basically uh, presented them for the rest of us as examples of how to make it through challenges. And the person that's coming to mind for me right now, I don't know why, is Jackie Robinson, mm -hmm. the uh, the baseball player who's a U.S. hero. He was a black man. He he was an unbelievable athlete, just unbelievable, and a really unbelievable person because he went through incredible um, racial abuse, you know, from, from baseball players who he was playing with on the same team, from players on other teams, from the coaches and the people that were supposed to be supporting him and mentoring him. He even had experiences where he would go out on the baseball field during baseball games with hundreds of thousands of people around him who would be hurling insults at him and hurling objects at him on the field. I can't imagine what that would have been like, yet he kept going and he kept speaking publicly about his experience as much as he was able to at the time. And, you know, just was an unbelievable example of strength and courage and resilience and achievement and manifestation and empowerment, you know, despite all of that. And there are so many people like that who have been born into you know, bodies, circumstances, backgrounds that make them seem as if they are victims and they rose beyond that and proved to us that it's possible. So there, there are examples all around us, you know, in the spiritual world or in the what we call the 3D world, but there's so much powerful example around us all the time of how we can choose to manifest. I mean, I even think about people who say dreams are real, you know, people who are visionaries like Steve Jobs, who you would never think of having a spiritual side. But a lot of people who knew him very well say that, you know, he would talk about his ideas coming as if they were downloads. He would talk about um, all kinds of things that you wouldn't normally hear in a corporate environment. It just, it appears in the world in so many different ways. And we just have to be able to see them, to recognize them and to make use of them. Yeah, mm, that's such a good example of that, that ability to move into a more empowered place, no matter what the circumstances are that we're born into. And, and, and that's a, a big process to go through. And, and again, especially given the world we were born into and given the circumstances here on this planet, that's big, big work. And, and it, I think, makes it also easier to do our personal work knowing that there are so many others who have done bigger work, who, yeah. have, who have had circumstances that um, were maybe less, way less ideal, right, than maybe some who are watching this. And I think we can use that as a way to to really dig deep and say, if they can do it, it's it's almost my responsibility, right? To do my inner work, to do my healing work, to, to help this world, you know, because manifestation is not just about the things or ourselves, right? It is about helping this whole world become a better place to, to move past those traumas, to move past 
that state where there are so many people being forced into a position of victimhood. So as we're doing this work, it can be really exciting and thrilling and hard in some moments as we're doing that, that inner healing work. But it can also be such a beautiful thing to think about how you can impact the lives of others and how you can manifest a better reality for everyone around you. And that's the goal. That's the end goal of all of this, of anything we're talking about here on Star Family Wisdom. It's, it's about creating a world where we can live harmoniously, hopefully in our lifetimes, but we, we have the, an obligation to put these tools and practices um, into action for the world. But the beautiful result is that we personally also get to live a much more beautiful life. And, and it is a tragedy that this world has not been taught about these things, that the mysteries of the universe have not been fully revealed until now, because there are these incredible tools at our disposal that help us shift energy, that help us shift the reality around us. And, and we've got some amazing examples of how that is happening, both in historic, you know, timeframes and, and currently. And, and it can be what feels like a really magical process when you get to that point where you start seeing synchronicities and things just happening without you trying. And that like, that's what's possible. You know, we're, we're talking about some, you know, very earth-based things here in terms of healing trauma and just making the world a better place. Right. But we we're also talking about making magic happen too. And both are part of the manifestation and creation process. And when we learn how to work with the world of energy and we learn how to work with the universe and Mother Earth in a certain way, we can make stuff happen that, again, is uh, a way of experiencing our reality in a more beautiful, harmonious way. And I also want to reflect back on what you were talking about around the things, because you know, I think we can also take on guilt around material things, again, because of the circumstances we're in on the planet. And there's so much inequality and there's so many people who are suffering and so many people who don't have the things they need. Yeah. And while that's true, it is also not wrong to have material comforts. It is also not wrong to live in a comfortable way. We should greedy. We should not be hoarding. We should be sharing. We should be giving back. We should be channeling all of our abundance and what we can create and manifest for ourselves into helping others. And that creates this reciprocal process, right, of everyone's life getting better. And so, so there's nothing wrong with that because everyone should have that on this planet, right? Everyone should be living in comfort. Everyone should have all of their basic needs met and more. And we're here on this planet to change that. And we can't change that unless we employ these tools, these practices, and these resources in a way that shifts our reality first, right? Like every spiritual teacher talks about that. It comes down to us first. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I so agree with that because, you know, the way that I think of it anyway is that each one of us is an antenna or a magnet, Right. We are an energy source and we draw things towards us and we put things out. So if we're not walking around in the world with that awareness, we're missing out on a lot of opportunities to learn both internally and by putting and to learn what we can put 
out externally differently as well. So yeah, I mean, what you're talking about with regard to um, uh, the world not being taught how to live harmoniously, I mean, when you, if we're just thinking about our own bubble of the world being North America, again, you're in the US, I'm in Canada, we did used to know that in terms of the indigenous people, the First Nations people that lived on this land, and there have been First Nations, indigenous people, Aboriginal people all over the world, cultures all over the world, and all of those cultures have known the same things, which is the connection to the earth, the intelligence of the earth, the intelligence of earth spirits, and the intelligence of what is out there in the galaxy, and, then there, and that there's communication between all of it. So that knowledge was lost because we were too arrogant. White European people were too arrogant to understand the preciousness of that information and the resilience of those people in continuing to carry it forward just blows my mind because they have been through absolute hell. And, you know, I'm not going to mince any words. They've been through hell on a number of different levels. And here they are still trying to share that knowledge with the rest of us. It is, it's really, really heartwarming and inspiring and, uh, hugely impressive, you know, their courage and their, bri their bravery. And we need to listen. We need to be listening to our origins because so much of why, why we are living in such a state of imbalance, um, for example, you were talking about how so many people, the vast majority of people in the world don't have what they need, do not even have basic essential comforts. A lot of that has to do with the systems that have been created on earth. It's not because the the uh, abundance isn't there. It is there. And, you know, all these great thinkers over many, 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 many decades now, hundreds of years even, have said that there's no reason why we can't share everything that is on earth with each other. There's no reason why people should be going hungry. There really is no reason. It has to do with ridiculous human mindsets that have to do with what's mine and what's yours and you know what I can get from you and mindsets right and these these mindsets of I can't share right because if I share then I don't have as much right and exactly that's a lack mindset right and and we we actually you know we can learn from those ancient cultures our indigenous cultures about the emotions and the ways in which we operate that are counter to um, the creative process. So things like greed, judgment, power, right? That, that that sort of mindset is absolutely counter to creating an abundant and harmonious reality for all. So yeah, we've been born into this world where there are these systems that we're working to change and break down, right? To create that abundance for all. And you know, I think beautiful thing that I learned in, you know, my shamanic training was about the, um, what you were talking about around our ancestors understanding of energy and the way the field works, the way the quantum field works and, uh, their ability to track into the future, right. To, to go into the field, track into the future and identify a better future timeline for themselves, to identify where's the food going to be tomorrow, to identify where do we need to be moving our people so that we can catch the salmon for our community. So that's an act of destiny tracing, future timeline tracing to create a version of their reality where there would be plentiful salmon. So there are very practical ways we can put some of these, you know, ancient practices into play 
for ourselves, for our world. And so I urge everyone to take advantage of the tools and the resources we have on Star Family Wisdom. You get access to a plethora of manifestation tools and teachings that will teach you everything we are talking about here and how to practically apply those in your life, but you've got to apply them for the world too. So as you use the destiny retrieval journey that's in the manifestation toolkit, do that for yourself and do it for the world. As you are doing the limiting beliefs exercises, do that for yourself, but then do it for humanity, right? So if we can all do that together, we're going to create some bigger shifts on our planet that will help our future generations down the yeah. road. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I want to reference in conjunction with what you're talking about, you know, the tools and the resources we're offering people on Star Family Wisdom that, you know, we really do believe in making it practical and approachable and we ground it in science. So I just want to say to people, you know, there's a lot of science out there internationally that support yeah. with evidence supports the effect of collective energy. Yeah. Whether it's prayer, collective prayer, whether it's collective meditation, whether it's whatever it is. If you, if a collective who might not even know each other, you know, people who are in countries all over the world who are all, let's say, using our toolkit, that's a collective energy that's then put out into the world and it has a measurable effect. And so, you know, this is real. This isn't hoo-ha, you know, ridiculous woo-woo craziness. This is actual, you know, physics. This is actual science. This is actual manifestation techniques that really work, that really do create things in your life. Yeah. So you have to be open to that. You have to be receptive and willing to really step into a place where you're like, okay, this is going to work. I'm going to put my effort into this. I'm going to address this seriously and have fun with it too, right? You can have fun with it a lot of the time, but, you know, address it with a mindset of this can really work. I can really do this. And this is how I can benefit myself, the people around me and the world in general. It is for yeah. real. Yeah. And what we're, what we're doing is bridging science and spirituality here, right? We're bridging ancient wisdom that was lost on earth for a couple thousand years with modern science. And when you put the two together, we've got some really powerful teachings and techniques that can produce real results. You know, I, I wouldn't be talking about this if I hadn't experienced them. I know you wouldn't either. And, and it, and it, it shocked the hell out of me when I first started experiencing those shifts and started to experience actual, you know, ma quote unquote, magical things happening that really are just a product of the energy field shifting, which then shifts the physical reality around us, right? And it is really cool to see that process work and to, to go into that and, and then to share it with others. Right, because that this this is again just about spreading that web, spreading that network of of love and and of understanding around these topics, so that we can shift those systems and start to you know live differently on this planet. But it's my understanding that our ancient civilizations, the ones you didn't get taught about in history class in school, those were left out of the textbooks largely. Those ancient civilizations knew this science, this spiritual science, as I like to call it. And, you know, I think a lot of folks get sidetracked on manifestation by not approaching it from a spiritual standpoint. So while science absolutely backs it up, there is an, I think, a necessity to blend and to, to really 
embrace the spiritual reality around us and the life force that's in all things and to honor that and learn how to work with it. And it's, it's cool when you start to, to connect with that. It's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, you learn so much about interconnectedness. And then the more you learn about interconnectedness, the more you see it around you, the more you start to see all the connections between everything. It's really something else. And I wanted to say too, that, you know, we're talking about the, the mindset and the kind of attitude and the a foundation that you need to have in order to practice manifestation, you really have to have that foundation of self-knowledge. You have to start with your own self first, you know, start with your own personal work, looking at your fears, looking at your uh, biases, looking at the ways in which you judge or criticize yourself. You know, how do you, how are you walking through the world and how do you really want to be walking through the world? And on that note, you know, if you, if you don't really have that bedrock, if you're not willing to go there and to learn and to really dig inside yourself first to build that foundation that you can then draw from you know going forward for yourself and for others for the world then a lot of it ends up manifesting this is my personal opinion as um the uh, as for example you know this growing group in north america and in europe of really angry people you know people who are embittered who feel disempowered who feel distrusting of of uh, authority who feel, uh, you know, that systems are keeping them oppressed. First of all, the anger and the, the disillusionment is absolutely justified. We have leadership that is not doing what right by us. Corporations have far too much power, all that stuff that we all already know. However, the anger and the aggression and the bitterness is not helpful. It doesn't benefit the individual person. It doesn't benefit that group. And it doesn't actually make change happen. It just creates more anger, more aggression, and more bitterness. So that comes from what? Fear. Fear comes from the victim mindset, right? These are people who feel like they're being oppressed and that they're being disempowered. And the only way to fight back is to get angry. You and I don't agree with that. We think that that is a uh, very troublesome way to go and something that doesn't put out a positive, higher vibration in the world. So while you and I, this is something I really appreciate about what we do. You know, we're all, we're not all rain, rainbows and puppy dogs. Like be positive all the time. That's not possible. It's not possible to be positive all the time. Humaning is hard. Being an earth school, or what did you call it? Earth? Creator school. Yeah. Earth creator school. It's, it's really, really hard. You know, and it's not something that, that's not something we should shy away from either. It is important to go, oh man, this is really challenging or I'm struggling with this about myself right now or this about my life. But to, to go to the point where it consumes you and you are you know, filled with anger and all the hurt of that and then you translate that to other people and it encourages their feelings of anger and hurt it's the opposite of what we're talking about that we want to put out into the world. Right? We want to put out. And I think I want to reiterate what you said that in a lot of cases, anger is justified and it's, a, and, and we need to feel that sometimes, right? So this is not about not feeling our feelings and not feeling what has happened in certain cases, personally, collectively, whatever it is. And it's about finding ways to constructively move forward. It's about finding ways to constructively navigate those feelings, understand them, shift them to a place of power so that you can be a spiritual warrior in whatever your zone is, right? If that is out there on the front lines fighting for people who don't have the rights they need, that's your spiritual warrior zone, 
but you're doing it from a place of compassion and empowered action and inspired action, not from a place of bitterness and anger and right. judgment and all of those things. So it's, it's, about, it's about finding the ability to come from that place. I think about like the um, like Zen masters in Asia and, you know, some of the, the spiritual warriors in Asia and how there's a story about how in training, you know, they get taught, even if you're being trained as a warrior, you don't kill when you're angry. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're not condoning that at all. But what I'm saying here is that there is a, a way to find a center, a way to find balance, a way to find an empowered, clear mind as we're taking action, as we are fighting for the things that we feel we need to fight for. And as we're working to change things in our personal reality. So there's all this talk about raising your vibe and what does that even mean? <laughs> it's about changing your energy. It's about learning how to manage your energy and cultivating a more positive and uplifting experience of your reality. And it requires shedding heavy energy. And once we've done that, we can become a higher vibe person who can master their reality, can master manifestation, and who will experience more joy and abundance. So if you want to experience more joy, more abundance, and attract better experiences into your life, letting you get rid of all of that stress and anxiety that most people feel, I did for a long time. The 28 day raise your vibe challenge is for you. In this challenge, you'll learn how to integrate healthy routines, develop self-care rituals, find spiritual connection with the world around you, and come away with love for your entire self. Because we want you to become the most empowered person possible, and we want you to build the life that you truly desire. And you can't do that unless you work in the world of energy and implement these practices and routines and ways of living that help you get that vibe up, help you raise that frequency. And in this challenge, you'll receive 28 days of videos along with emails from me encouraging you all along the way. And at the end, You'll have the tools you need to feel lighter and continue shifting energy and raising your vibe. And the best part is that you can try your first week totally free, and then it's only $7 per week for the remaining three weeks. That's less than a dollar per challenge. So if you want to raise your vibe, if you want to start to experience that life of joy, that life of abundance, and really start to attract the things you desire this is for you. And of course, we always offer a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you're not 100% happy with the challenge, you're not feeling it, that's cool. We'll offer you a refund. It's totally risk free. All of our products are because we want you to evolve in the way that is best for you. And we want to be your support system on that journey.
Yeah, I mean, I think again of examples of that, you know, Nelson Mandela, for example, who went through terrible racism in South Africa, who ended up in jail for 27 years just for protesting that, you know, who emerged such an incredible, just an incredible example of peace and of personal power and, you know, of quiet power a peaceful power that was so strong that it just radiated out across the world or, you know, Desmond Tutu. I mean, there's so many people we can think of who are activists and change makers who have done it with control, who have done it with real autonomy because they know themselves, they know their emotions, they have sat with them. I mean, Nelson Mandela had 27 years in a jail cell to sit with himself in his own mind. And that's how he emerged. So it is possible for people who, even have you know extremely difficult oppressive circumstances to make a choice with mindset to make a choice with how they want to be in the world and of course not everybody is able to do that and we're not going to judge people who can't do that I have not been able to do that many times in my life you know I wouldn't want that held over my head for the rest of my life as I continue to improve myself right so not everyone can do that but we still want to put it out there because while we don't think that a magical, perfect reality is simply going to manifest and appear like that, we also think that the journey is incredibly important because that goal is worth working towards, it's worth striving towards. And in the process of striving towards it, we create and we manifest and we spread into the world the things that need to be there, right? So all of us come together to do that. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. That's how our soul grows, right? Mm -hmm. Go through that journey and that process and, and, and everyone's destiny is different. You know, this is, this is not about us all manifesting the same thing for ourselves, yes. right? It is also about understanding our own calling and our own purpose in our life. And, um, we talk about that a lot in the manifestation course, the masters of manifestation course, because I believe that to truly manifest your best ideal reality, you do need to be very tuned into what is your zone of genius, right? What is your purpose? What is your specific mission and destiny here on earth? Because all of us as souls have a different path we're supposed to take. All of us are here to be spiritual warriors in some way, shape, or form. And it's just about finding what that is for you. And when you get aligned with that purpose and that higher calling, quote unquote, then that's how you start to really create the most ideal circumstances in your life. You're going to come up against some energetic barriers if you're not aligned to that. And if you're not in that current that flow because that's the that's where your energy current wants to go and so you can almost think of it as you know you might be trying to manifest all these things or this life that you think is what you should have but if that's actually not your destiny it's like you're swimming upstream you know and you're gonna you're gonna be hitting these roadblocks along the way so finding your purpose, even if it scares you a little, like it did us, <laughs> is, is really important to then be able to allow that energetic flow to happen. So, so it really is this just gigantic journey of tuning into our souls and what's my soul here to learn? What's my soul here to do? What's my soul here to contribute to in terms of collective healing? And when we get those pieces of the puzzle figured out, and then we do all the other work around it, then life starts to flow in the yeah. way that you yeah. want to. 
Yeah, it's so true. I mean, what you were saying about the flow and that our soul wants to go in, that our soul naturally wants to go in. That's so true. I mean, I envision a river that has, uh, you know, somebody who's not tuned into that reality that we can, we can choose to follow where our soul wants to take us. They might be in a river that's full of boulders, right? And every boulder symbolizes a challenge that they're having, something that is in their way so that the stream can't just flow straight ahead. It has to keep making its way around these big granite chunks. But the more you go into yourself and uncover fears and anxieties and, uh, you know, the voice inside that criticizes ourselves and then criticizes others, the more we uncover things like that, those boulders start to disappear. And the more our water runs freely and the more we see the length of our river and how it goes on for eternity, because we're not just in this one life. We're here as a soul, as you're saying, as a consciousness that needs to develop and it needs to be with source and it needs to be in touch with source. And the more we're not in touch with that, the harder our lives are. The more we are in touch with that in whatever way works for us, the more our life does flow. It really is true. And you and I can say that because we have practiced this, because we have tried it, we have lived it, we continue to live it and we continue to work on it. So, um, you know, that's something we want to continue emphasizing to the audience is that these are not just ideas we're talking about. These are things we are actually practicing that we have experienced with, that we have seen the evidence of in our own lives and could give a million examples for, but that would take forever and be probably kind of boring. So, you know, tell us your examples, people who are listening right now, if you have any examples of manifestation, how you've created that in your life, we really want to hear about it. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. For example, um, Jenna was teasing me about manifesting toothpicks. Do you remember that? I asked oh for gosh. toothpicks. <laughs> and you did. It was amazing. Within seconds or minutes, maybe, um, found a toothpick. <laughs> it was so, that was, that was really funny. It was, it, it's not worth going into in great depth because it was just about <laughs> a toothpick, but <laughs> it was one of those examples of I'm like, oh gosh, I really need a toothpick. You know, I've got this thing stuck in my mouth. It's been bothering me for an hour something like five minutes later, boom, there was a toothpick yeah. that caught on the side of a cloth bag or something like that, that we had in the kitchen. <laughs> the universe, yeah. like, okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, and then there was a whole pile of toothpicks after that somewhere that the universe yeah. gave me. I mean, it, it really, there is a sense of humor that comes along with it sometimes as well. And it, it comes in really funny, what? small ways, it comes in much bigger ways. What? Like that one time I, I had, I had, we, you know, we go through these processes of growth and healing and manifesting, and then we might regress a little as we're then on our next phase of growth, right? Because then we're being presented new challenges. So I had a little regression at one point where I was worried about money for a particular reason, right? Was doing some work around that um, and got a check for a dollar and 53 cents. It was like, it was like the universe was like, I, I heard you, but you're fine here. You it was, it was just a, it was just like the silly little moment between me and the universe. And I totally understood what was being communicated to me at the time. <laughs> yes. And then me too. I had, you know, you know, I have, I have this thing about threes and patterns of threes in my life. And I got that check for $333 and 36 cents or something like that. It's like, okay, thank you. I was also worried about money. We both given up our, our very well-paying careers, secure careers to do this, to do Star Family Wisdom. And so, you know, that was a bit of a risk in this 3D world. You're not supposed to do that, but here we are doing it. And I do feel like the universe comes through sometimes when we get worried and says, hey, don't worry. You know, we've got you, we've got your back. You're all right. 
stay in your focus, stay on your path, stay in the river, keep flowing forward. And as long as you do that and stay true to your authentic self and what your soul really wants, money is going to come because I've learned that money is just another metaphor for abundance. It is just another metaphor. And so it's an energy in the world. It's not actually real. It's an energy that manifests as if it's something physical. And because of the systems that exist in our reality, they like to manipulate us without getting into, you know, that conversation just now, but there are systems that are in place partially to benefit us in some ways, other ways to control us and manage us, right? And so money is a very big part of how our lives are controlled and, and what we're able to do and not do. So if we choose to change our mindset about money, it is quite incredible what can happen. I had to, I had to make money my friend. I used to be terrified of money and for all kinds of reasons, but you know, I had to, I woke up one day to the fact that I had to develop an actual relationship with it, you know, like treat money as if it was a friend, as if it was a tool that I can use in any, any way that I want. And so simply shifting my mind over time didn't happen overnight, but simply doing that changed everything about my relationship with money. And what started coming into my life after that was really incredible. You have to, you have to practice it. You really have to do the exercises and do the practices and be willing to exist wholeheartedly and committedly in that space. And then you see it, you see it occur. It's incredible. Yeah. You're in a place where you're like, okay, I get it. I get it. This sounds right. But where do, where do I start? <laughs> I, I understand because the, there is a lot to this. It's, it is shockingly simple but also complex at the same time and so it is about changing your mind to change your life but 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 there is a lot wrapped up in that so so if you need help go to our website starfamilywisdom.com we've got you we've got a whole manifestation store with tools you can buy you can get our manifestation course the masters of manifestation course that includes tons of video lessons and all of the tools that are in the manifestation stores. So you get a whole toolkit that helps you put these practices into your life right away and take action. And you can use them over and over and over to get the best results. So go there if you need support, if you need a place to get started and you'll get all of our learnings, our teachings, and the tools that we have used to change our minds, to change our lives. Mm -hmm. Go, go, go. Seriously, <laughs> take advantage because it is, it, it really is a great package and you can't find anything else quite like this. I mean, I've looked around and we're offering something a little different. We're offering something that is um, you know, so beautifully grounded and also like grounded and practical yet metaphysical and involves visioning and visioning and manifestation, you know, meditation and energy work and mantras and all kinds of stuff that um, partner with practicalities to create a new reality. So yeah, I, I fully support everybody going to our webpage <laughs> and looking that up. And of course, if you have any questions or comments, you know, we really do want to hear from you. Um, write your comments on YouTube if that's where you'd like to, or write to us at support at starfamilywisdom.com. We really want to hear from you because we'd love to hear your stories, your experiences, and also what you thought of this conversation. And if you'd like to hear more about manifestation. So by all means, get in touch. We really love hearing from you. And thank you everyone, as always, for joining us on Star Family Wisdom. It's such a pleasure to be with you. And we really enjoy creating community. We really enjoy that you are here doing that with us because 
this is really an important time on earth and the people who need to find this information are the ones who are arriving here to join us in this process. So, so if you're if you're here, you are probably in your current, in your energy flow that you need to be in. So stick around, stay with us, and you will get access to so much more insight, information, content, tools, resources that'll support you on this journey. And if you want to manifest with us, we will be offering a live manifestation masterclass very soon that will have us come together in ceremony in person on Zoom, in person, uh, to manifest together and to do this work together. So join our email list on the website so that you get notified when the time comes, when that is available. And we're really looking forward to connecting with y'all more and, and coming together in, in sacred space and creating that space. Sinead talked about how when we work together in numbers, we have greater energetic power. So we're excited to move through that process with you. Yeah, to plant those seeds in the world. So thanks everyone again. Come back, keep joining in with us. Tell your friends, tell your family, like and subscribe. You know how we feel about that, like and subscribe. And, uh, and we'll see you again soon for another wonderful conversation. Thanks everyone. We'll see you next time.